We're getting an early, spoiler-free Shang-Chi review, everybody. Liam Crowley of TheDirect.com joins me to talk about his screener experience right now on 15 Minutes of Marvel. There was an idea. Because if we can't protect the Earth, you can be damn well sure we'll avenge it. I'm going this all day. What are they called again? Annulax batteries. Harvey Larry batteries. As far as I'm concerned, that's America's ass. I control the truth. Mysterio is the truth. Boom. You looking for this? Welcome back to 15 Minutes of Marvel, the only podcast that gives you Marvel reviews, news, and rumors in pretty much 15 minutes. I'm your host, Eden Simi. A few episodes ago, I mentioned how I was unfortunately and very heartbreakingly unable to attend the special early Shang-Chi screener that was happening in select cities across the U.S. I'm still incredibly depressed about it, but one person did attend such event. Liam Crowley of the direct.com and the direct podcast is back on this podcast to hook me up with some awesome early thoughts and a spoiler free insight into Shang-Chi and the legend of the 10 rings. Liam, welcome back on the podcast, man. How's it going? Thank you so much for having me back, Ethan. It's always a pleasure and life is great, man. I, I couldn't complain. That is uh, is epic to hear. If I were you, I'd probably be in the same in the same boat. If uh, you know, having already seen Shang-Chi. No complaints there. Before we talk about Shang-Chi, and, and just a, a, a warning to kind of set the base, this is entirely spoiler-free. There is nothing that will ruin the film, ruin the movie, or the post credit scenes. We're going to keep it really high level. Uh, you've seen it, so I just kind of wanted to get your take on, on the event and all of that. But before we jump into that, 24 hours ago, we got a, a final trailer for The Eternals. Uh, brand new. You and, and good friend of the podcast also, Matt Rumkey did a live reaction on, on YouTube for the direct.com. Awesome video. Uh, and I kind of want to know, how, how are you feeling? 24 hours post, is it still sitting nice with you? What are your thoughts on the Eternals final, final trailer? I'm feeling really, really good about that. And thank you for the kind words about the reaction. That was the first of its kind, and hopefully we get to do more. But yeah, I've watched this trailer a couple times back now, both as a fan and as a critic. And it really reveals nothing, which is the beauty of this kind of stuff. Uh, Shang-Chi... You know, we'll get into specifics later, non-spoiler specifics, of course. But similarly, ran a promotional campaign that barely gave away any of the best stuff of this movie. In Eternals, I'm getting very similar vibes here. We haven't seen much of Druig, Barry Kogan's character, who's supposed mm -hmm. to be the Magneto of the Eternals, the one who's kind of operating behind the scenes and like, no, we should usurp the humans, not work with them. We haven't seen much of Kit Harrington's Black Knight, and you don't get Kit Harrington for 30 seconds of screen time. He's going to be a major role. So this trailer got me more excited, got my anticipation up while also making me even more confused. And at the end of the day, that's the job of a trailer. Absolutely agree. I think I think 100% uh, everything you said stands true. I love the fact that, yeah, Drew has this Magneto complex, and we don't know anything about it. And, and I think... For the Black Knight and for Druig, uh, especially those two characters, we've gotten the same footage, essentially, in, uh, in both the teaser and the final trailer. Uh, you and Matt mentioned, you think they're going to be big players, and, and I totally agree. I think Marvel is keeping that under wraps, and it is interesting to me going into Phase 4 how... And, and Marvel's secretive, right? Like, that's what they do, and, and they've got their snipers, and they, and they check people for revealing too much, but they've always been secretive. I just feel like they're on another level with the secretiveness and especially when it comes to a marketing campaign, that's when you're supposed to let people know, Hey, you should see this movie. I love that they're doing this with Eternals. Uh, I, I watched the teaser again 
back to back with the final trailer last night to kind of give like a, a comparison of both two very distinct and different trailers. They give off very, very different vibes. And uh, I don't want to say I like the first one more, but I kind of like the first one more. I just I, I like the I like the song. I like the mystery. I like the uh, very Chloe Zhao-ness of it. But mm-hmm. epic, epic final trailer uh, for sure. So glad to see we're on the same page with Eternals. We're both hyped out of our minds. I love to see it. Uh, let's talk about Shang-Chi. Okay, so there was a screener in 25 select cities across the U.S., uh, to a, a public screener, uh, per se. And you could get a free IMAX ticket, shout out IMAX, uh, soon to be sponsor of the show. And you could go see Shang-Chi in an IMAX for free two weeks before everybody else. Um, I want to know the details, Liam, what city, how early did you get there? Did you get concessions? What are we looking at here? So I, I got there as early as two hours before Randolph, Massachusetts, suburb of Boston. I'm very glad it was Randolph because it was at uh, Showcase Cinema Deluxe, my favorite home theater, the, the theater I saw the first Captain America movie at, which made me fall in love with the MCU. The theater I waited two hours in line for 2012's Avengers at because that was before Fandango was around. You could pre-book tickets. The theater I saw Spider-Man Far From Home at and the theater I traveled 300 miles home from college to see Avengers Endgame at with my closest friends because I refused to see it with a bunch of people I just met at university. Anyways, I digress. Um, I got there two hours early to reserve my seats, said I was a member of the press because they give us kind of special um, treatment in terms of getting to reserve seats, not, not having to wait in line. Got back about 10 minutes early, skipped the concessions because I was afraid because there are no trailers for these fans sure. slash press screenings. They just start the movie at seven o'clock. You're, you miss, you know, a couple minutes, you know, you might find yourself playing catch up the entire movie. So got right in, sat right down, straight in the middle of the theater, IMAX, gloriousness. They took our phones, they paper bagged them. And I love that because it makes it, feel it much more official. Uh, a couple people from Disney came out, said, thank you so much. Uh, hold off on spoilers, but as soon as the screening wraps up, share those social reactions because they freaking knew we were all going to love this movie anyways. And love it, I did. Right. That sounds pretty epic. I got to be honest with you. It sounds like a a dynamite time. I understand the uh, skipping concessions. That's a high risk situation and you can't you can't risk. Uh, you don't want to be playing catch up on a brand new Marvel movie like that. So so I get it. If you were to get concessions, what were you going to get? What are you? Are you a chocolate guy? Are you a gummy guy? What do we got? I'm a simple man, Ethan. Large popcorn, heavy butter, butter halfway, stack some more popcorn on there, we'll layer it with, with more butter. And then I get the giant soda and I go over to that that button machine and I press about 18 different flavors. I mix them all up. It's it's probably sugar, but hey, it's my special treat once a month, you know? Yeah, you got to indulge when you're in the theater. You got to make it an experience. And I am stoked that you got to see it at such a cool theater that held so much uh, sentimental value for you. That, that is really epic. It sounds like it was fantastic. In my situation, the main reason I did not go is because I live in Portland and the closest screening was in Seattle, which is about 150 miles away. I, I, I was heavily, heavily considering, right. This is a, a kind of a once, maybe not a once in a lifetime, but once in quite a while experience here, but the ability uh, me not being a member of the press, that risk of driving 150 miles and potentially not get making the cut, right? Potentially not getting in a theater and having to drive 150 miles back without seeing Shang-Chi, I, I would have spiraled into a deadly depression. And I, I don't think I would have been able to handle that. Um, 
So uh, I'm really stoked that you, you had a great time. That's awesome. I love the paper bagging of the phones. That is super cool. And I think I saw a promo picture out there uh, regarding if you tweet your reaction, there is potential for it to get up on a billboard. Is this, did this show in front of your movie as well? Yeah, there's, there's a big screen that said, you know, your tweet could be here. And like, that was, I really want to take a picture of that screen because the same thing happened for the Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. but Marvel's a lot more serious. They were like paper bag. And I was like, can I just send one more tweet? They're like, yeah, but you're not bringing that phone to the theater. I'm like, <laughs> you know, me of all people, I'm not going to record this movie. Right. Today. I'll, I'll play by the rules. But yeah, no, they had the whole billboard promise at the beginning. And I don't live in Times Square. So anyone that listens who, who is in the Manhattan area, look out for some at Liam T. Crowley's on your big LED boards. Yeah, you're about to be tweeting at millions of people over here in, in Times <laughs> Square. Uh, okay, let's let's do a little spoiler-free, high-level review. Obviously, we don't want to reveal too much. We've still got 13 days until... At time of recording, we have 13 days until the movie comes out. Um, again, we don't really know a whole ton about it. There are... Um, I, I guess characters we don't know, storylines we don't know, things that we're just unaware of due to the trailers, and we all want it to remain a surprise. Um, so, Liam, could you just give me your your high level, spoiler free reaction review? What you thought of the film as a whole? Well, I just want to let everyone know. First off, I'm a, I'm a fan first. Sure, I've <laughs> now become a member of the press, but. I care about everyone who listens to my content. I care about their experience just as as much as I care about my own. So do not worry. I would never reveal anything specific uh, that even alludes to certain plot points. I'll just give you superlatives on stuff you already know. This, in my opinion, is the best debut solo MCU film. I'm not saying it's the best solo film that still will be Winter Soldier for me. For other people, it's Thor Ragnarok. For other people, it's the first Iron Man. I think this is better than the first Iron Man. I think this is better than 2011's Thor. I think this is better than Cap First Avenger. Where it gets wishy-washy is with that and Black Panther. Black Panther, it's kind of like, is it really his debut solo film? It's his first solo film, but he had so much screen time in Cap Civil War. So that's where it gets a little gray area. Um, the Mandarin is on my Mount Rushmore of solo villains, right up there with Vulture, Killmonger, and Alexander Pierce. I absolutely loved Tony Leung's performance. And Xyalang stole the show for me. I did not expect whatsoever for me to care more about Shang-Chi's sister than him. Not to say Simu Liu didn't crush it. He absolutely did. But I was floored by it's Menger Zhang. That's, that's her name. Menger Zhang. Her performance as Xyalang is going to send seismic shockwaves throughout the MCU. You don't know anything when it comes to Xyalang. And I'm so excited for everyone to experience this character. I had a great time, top to bottom. If I do have a recommendation for people who are going to see it opening weekend, don't do what I did. Get there, get there 30 minutes early. Get your popcorn. Get your soda. This is a popcorn movie at its core. Not saying it's dumb fun. Stuff your face with popcorn. Ooh, crazy CGI. There's heart moments. There's dark moments. There's emotional moments. But those CGI moments, those fight scenes, the straight out of the raid, they go toe-to-toe with any hand-to-hand combat we've seen in the MCU so far. You're going to want to stuff your face with butter. So make sure you get your concessions. Make sure you have a good time. And this is a movie now, what, 48 hours removed I am. And I can't stop smiling about it. And that is the best best superlative I could ever give it. That's the perfect signal of, of an experience of a movie that absolutely knocked it out of the park. Uh, we have media previews we have uh some public pre-screeners reactions on social media and that's pretty much all we know about it 
you do mention that it is some of the best hand-to-hand combat in the MCU, potentially the best debut solo film. I'm right there with you on Black Panther. I don't know if that can qualify. I think Shang-Chi coming in being entirely new, I think that's what you have to you have to do for a debut solo film. This does it. Now, I keep hearing on social, on Twitter, that, you're like you said, this is some of the best hand-to-hand combat that we've seen in the MCU. And this is a game changer for the MCU moving forward in terms of, of using action and scenes like that. Do you agree with that? And, and do you think we're going to get more of this in the future? Absolutely. This A game changer is the best way to describe it. Calling it hand-to-hand combat is almost doing it a disservice because it's not just punches it's kicks, it's headbutts, it's flying kicks, it's somersaults, it's flips, it's backflips, it's everything you know from kung fu movies of old brought into the modern MCU. And it moves so fast, it moves so rapid, but every punch has an emotion, similar to how Cap Winter Soldier uh, had the same vibe. Uh, every, every martial arts movement is done with purpose, similar to kind of how the Doctor Strange uh, movies kind of move around and like that. I had a great time with the, the action specifically. I think that bar none, this is the best hand-to-hand combat we've seen in the MCU, but it gets a little wishy-washy because it's it's so much more evolved than hand-to-hand combat. It's straight up martial arts. So if we're going to talk about punches, I might go Black Widow, I might go Winter Soldier, but if we're going to talk just fight scenes in general, Shang-Chi evolves the MCU beyond disbelief. It's incredible. That sounds incredibly epic. I, I, I'm just getting too hyped out of my mind over here. I can't just like, I can't believe 13 more days until, until I get to experience this. Uh, so you mentioned the, the hand-to-hand combat, the fighting, and the evolution of the MCU. To me, it sounds like a prime candidate for a, a phase four kind of initial kickoff, right? We're only a couple, a couple movies into phase four, a couple projects into phase four here. It sounds like it knows what it's doing and it's evolving the MCU forward in that fashion. I love to hear that. Uh, Liam, the last thing I want to ask you uh, before you get out of here, there are apparently a mid-credit scene and a post-credit scene. Obviously, don't say anything about them. um, As per usual, fan first. You're a fan first. We want everybody to experience the jaw-dropping moments of those scenes. But I guess they're mind-boggling. Can you confirm this or, or are you gonna are you gonna have to take the fifth? I can confirm and I'm trying I'm trying to tease them with words. Sure. But it's hard because when I was in the theater, I did the thing where you sit up in your seat and you go to your buddy and you're tapping yeah. him on the shoulder and you're going, Love Oh, it. is is this happening? That Love that's it. all that's all I can give you. And one thing I will say, a lot of people on socials are saying the mid-credit scene is so great, and you know the, the post-credit scene is fun too. Um, but the mid-credit scene is what shines. I don't know what po- what what post-credit scene other people saw, but both of these are home runs. The first one may be a grand slam, but the second one is a two-run shot. Both are incredible. Sounds absolutely mind-boggling and fantastic. I know exactly that feeling that you're trying to to convey here. So that was enough. That was all I needed to know that we've we've hit a next level with these mid-credit and post-credit. I know exactly what that sensation is like. And, and it is pretty, pretty epic, man. Uh, Liam, look, I appreciate you coming on the podcast again, giving your two cents on, on this kind of early review of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, I'm hyped for you that you got to go, man. And, and that sounds like an incredible experience. I assume you'll be back in the theater in 13 days checking it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd be remiss if I didn't spend money on this movie. I'm, I'm fortunate to see it for free. 
Don't get me wrong, but I would be a giant hypocrite if I told everyone, go support Shun-Chi, and I just I got to watch it for free. I will be back in the theater probably at least twice to see this movie because I loved it so much and it deserves my financial support. Totally agree. Everybody should get out there, support Shang-Chi, support this film. Liam, if people want to find you, find your work, follow you on social, where can they do that? Sure, man. Uh, At Liam T. Crowley on all social platforms, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, I try to provide daily Marvel updates as best as I can. Um, This is something I want to make my full-time job. I'm doing the the direct.com part-time right now, but I love every second of it. I love interacting with people like Ethan, people like BD, people like Jim Viscardi on socials, uh, people like anyone who listens to this podcast. It doesn't matter if you have a blue check mark next to your name. If you ask me a Marvel question, you best believe I'm going to send you a paragraph in response. Um, But other than that, my work is on the direct.com, the direct podcast, new episodes every week, every Friday. Uh, And if you have any interest in professional as well co-sign on the uh, on the follow on social you're a good follow man and uh look we're all marvel fans at heart and that's that's what this is all about is being a marvel community and and experiencing all of this together uh liam thanks for coming back on the podcast man i appreciate you and uh i i look forward to having you back on in the future man we'll see you then i'll be there how hyped are you for shang chi and the legend of the ten rings let me know on twitter at 15 minute marvel i'm basically at like a high 32, like pretty, you know, just pretty GD hyped over here. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on any major podcast platform. A special shout out to the patrons of the show, Brandon Clark and Hajir Shakib. I will see you back here next time. I'm Ethan Simi, and remember, always go higher, further, and faster.